and welcome to Game Nexus Podcast, episode 14. I'm Inufe, and joining me as always is Game Master 14. Yep, that's me, of course. Yep, so, that's a cow, uh, right? Yep, sounds about right. So, I think this episode, we're going to start off with the normal, which we're playing. Try to keep it short instead of 45 minutes long. Yeah, we've had times where, where it's been like more than half of the podcast is what we've yeah. been playing because we basically get like uh, randomly tracked off on various other topics. Like, I've been playing Final Fantasy. Well, have you played this Final Fantasy or that one? And then like 10 minutes later, we fi- we're finally done talking about Final Fantasy. Uh, oh, yeah, that, that game's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how, it, that's how it typically goes most of the time. So. You want you can go first this time because I always end up going first. No, you go first. I want to hear what you've been playing. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> You're all mad. Well, since the last time we've been playing, I've played a couple of games. Um, most drawn 360. Um, I played. I finished. I finished both Riddick games. Uh, the Assault on Dark Athena expansion pack and the original. Escape from Butcher Bay. Now, is Dark Athena just, like, extra content to Butcher Bay, or is it, like, really, like, its own game? It's its own game. It ta- uh, Dark Athena takes about seven or eight hours to get through, so it's its own game, I'd say. How long does Butcher Bay take? Uh, I'd say Butcher Bay takes about ten hours or so. Oh, okay. So, I mean, that's the first time i played it. I mean, I'm sure if you knew where everything was and what you were doing, you could... You know, do it in about half the time. Which was better? I kind of like Dark Athena more because it focused more on action than stealth, and I I've never been a big fan of pure straight stealth. Did you ever see any of the movies? Yes, I've seen Pitch Black, and I've seen the Chronicles of Riddick uh, movie they made. I never saw the cartoon they made though. Oh, okay. So, um, they're good games. They're fun. Uh. Butcher Bay hasn't aged particularly well. Um, there's some weird game design choices in there, and there's some bugs. Does it in still there. look there's like a rubber Vin Diesel? Yeah, he still kind of looks rubbery. Um, Dark Athena's there's a pretty funny bug in Dark Athena towards the end because it really seems like they rush it to get it out the door. Um, there's this part where you control these sentry uh, drones at the very end, mm-hmm. and when I finish controlling the sentry drone don't drones fuck I can't talk <laughs> when I finished controlling these sentry drones I got out of the terminal and Vin Diesel fell through the floor to like <laughs> the first stage of the game like Vin the first Diesel. level and I tried to open up the elevator to get back to where I was and when I opened the elevator hit the button for it like the elevator didn't appear and like half the spaceship disappeared and like I just stepped out and fell down and fell to my death is that game based on any like any uh, technology like Unreal Three or anything, or is it all no, its, its own engine? It's Starbreeze's own engine. Oh, okay. It's the same engine that they. I'm pretty sure it's the same engine they used for the Darkness. So it looks pretty good. The Dark Athena looks definitely looks better than uh, Assault on Butcher Bay. Butcher Bay just looks like a upscaled Xbox game. Yeah, of course, because that's really what it is. Yeah, although it was one of the best looking Xbox games of its time. So what else I think have it's you one been playing? Uh, I played um, 
Lord of the Rings Conquest. And how's that? It was pretty terrible. Why? Did you ever play Star Wars Battlefront? Star Wars Battlefront. It was kind of like a battle battlefield style game where you had different classes and yeah, I played somebody that game would a eventually. Bit. Do. Yeah, it's kind of like that with Lord of the Rings characters, except all the fun taken away. Hmm. Because it's really hard to work that, or like. No one really wants to be an archer and fire arrows really slowly where you can have a sword and just walk up and kill dudes. Yeah, I'd imagine that'd be a lot more fun. So, it's kind of unbalanced that way. I played it for about all of an hour and I just didn't want... I had no desire to play anymore. What, did you gamefly it? Yeah, I gameflied it. Uh, it looked... It looks marginally better than an Xbox game. Like, a little bit? Not much. Oh, okay. So it gets um, the in-your-face stamp of shit? Yeah, it gets the in-your-face stamp of rush shit. We're going to try to cash in on our Lord of the Rings license, but no movies are coming out with Lord of the Rings, so I have no idea why this game even came out. The in-your-face stamp of Inu shit? Yes, the Inu shit stamp. It's terrible. Don't fucking waste your money on that game. Um, I also played Quantum of Solace. On 360, the game of the movie of the game movie of the game in the movie. And the movie game? Yes. It is okay. I would say it's average. Very mediocre. There's some stuff that's completely stupid. Is it as good as Goldeneye? Uh, yes, it's better because Goldeneye's not as good as you ever remember it being. Haha. <laughs> Cause go back and play Goldeneye. Go play multiplayer. This shit runs at like 10 frames a second. It's so fucking slow. I played Perfect Dark not too long ago, and it's still pretty good. I tried to play Perfect Dark with my friend. It was four of us on the same console, and it was so slow I had a headache. Huh. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just if you're used to playing at 60 frames a second on PC. Perhaps. Most shit. Um, I played Quantum of Solace. It's alright. It's mediocre. If you can get it for like $10, you can waste $10 in worse ways. Uh, Daniel Craig doesn't really look like Daniel Craig. He kind of looks weird, but it's all his voiceovers. It's everybody's voiceovers from the movie. Oh, that's good. Well, at least it's um, not one it, of the cases like with uh, that Bourne game where they couldn't even use his likeness in it. Yeah, they didn't want to because they based that game off the books and not the movies. That's stupid. Um, and then. Also in that game, it's based off the Call of Duty 4 engine, so it kind of plays like Call of Duty most of the most of the time. Which one, Born or Quantum? Quantum of Solace. Is that a good thing then? Yeah, it's pretty fun. Like it works for the most part. When you go into cover, you go into third person, and it that's where it struggles was when it's third person. When it's in first person, it's fun. Oh okay. So it's a good game. I mean, I. Uh, I got it for seven dollars at Target on clearance, so that's good. I don't feel ripped off at all. I also started playing the Halo Wars, or Microsoft's attempts to cash in on the Halo name. And? And it's surprisingly good. But I kind of expected that coming from Ensemble Studios. Do you like controlling all your little mini Master Chefs? I love... I haven't gotten any Master Chefs yet. I just got to the mission where you can start getting Master Chefs. Huh. Um, I love hitting left bumper and hearing them say all units. Huh. 
There's like two voice samples for all units, and you can just get them to recycle it over. That's it's like funny. all units. That, rem- all that reminds units. me of uh, Warcraft 2 when you clicked on the peasants. They'd either be like, hello, or okay. Yeah. Yes, mister. Or something what like that, too, yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't really... Th- there'd be, like, maybe five tops, things they'd say yeah. when you click on them. But it'd be funny, because I'd just keep clicking on them, and then I really didn't want to play the game, because that was really the only entertaining part of the game for me. <laughs> Hearing all the repetitive uh, voice samples. But Halo Wars, I've played about an hour and a half, two hours of it. Uh, I give it the stamp of approval so far. I like it. It's the best console RTS so far that I've played, and I've played, uh, I played Command and Conquer 3 on console, I played... Would Overlord be considered an RTS? No, it's more like Pikmin. Oh, okay. Than an RTS. It's, it's more like RTS for babies. It's not really even R. I wouldn't even call it RTS, because there's no base building and shit like that. I don't but know why, I just imagined a, a black and yellow book that says, said RTS games for dummies. You probably should, because yeah, if you did, it would be like a picture of Pikmin and Overlord and shit like that. Um, I played that. Uh, it's very good. I wouldn't recommend $60 purchase, though, because I don't know how it's going to live like the online's going to live. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say like thirty dollars would probably be a sweet spot for that game. Oh, okay, that's good. So, um, but I haven't seen it anywhere for that price yet. But expect there to be a bajillion new GameStop used copies. So in about six months, you'll be able to get it for about fifteen bucks. You said bajillion. Bajillion, yes. Also, I have been playing the uh, the new update for Left 4 Dead, the survival pack. What's that add? It adds a survival mode. Which is it says mode how long you can last against the zombies before you get overrun. Um, the longest we've lasted uh, on the longest I've lasted on any of the maps was six and a half minutes. Is that long? That's pretty good. That's almost a silver medal. To get a gold medal, you gotta last like twelve minutes or something. I don't know how the hell you do it. Oh wow! Because it gets so hard. Like they just throw so much shit at you, they don't stop. <laughs> like in the game, like in the game, you get a breather after you kill shit. You stop. You can heal up or whatever and move on to the next area. And this, you just can't stop. It just they just keep coming. You just gotta keep killing stuff. So I've been playing a good bit of that. That's fun. It's free, so go get that if you've got Left for Dead. That's cool. Um, that's really about all I've been playing. No role playing games. Unfortunately, no. I have not played very many role-playing games as of late. Um, I don't know. They seem to take in a backseat. After Star Ocean, just kind of bad taste in my mouth and haven't found anything yet I've really wanted to play. It happens. Yeah. So what have you been up to playing? Well, one of the ones I was telling you about that I was playing is I'm finally trying to get back to Final Fantasy VIII, and I'm going to try to actually beat that game now. The- you like the draw system? I just find the whole idea of not not using magic points for magic in a role-playing game weird. Yeah, it's very different. It takes a while. I don't think I ever used magic in that entire game. I'm pretty sure I was physical attacks and summons the entire game. That's another thing that I find kind of weird is the whole the way that the Guardian force, forces work. Like, if you remember right in Final Fantasy VII, it's just like summon materia and you just summon the... the uh, 
summon. <laughs> they didn't call them any, like, magical names like Guardian Forces or Aeons or anything. And they just came and did one strike. But, of course, in this game, your Guardian Forces learn stuff and they have hit points. So they can actually um, die because when you're about to summon them, their life gets superimposed over your character's life. And if the enemies attack you while you're waiting for them, their little meter to uh, empty, the Guardian Force actually gets hurt. But, um, yeah, I just found that whole thing kind of weird, and, uh, it does kind of bring in the whole thing, like, Final Fantasy VII had the little bit of a problem where, unless you're, like, considering limit breaks and maybe even just stats, characters don't really feel all that different except for their physical attacks. Yeah, they... Yeah, seven... I thought... Yeah, eight has that problem. Nine kinda has that problem, and then 10 is completely, does not have that problem at all. Although in 10 anyone anyone can uh, use magic, but only uh, Yuna can summon. I had a friend who got 10, and it's the only PS2 game he had for like 6 months. And he completely maxed out everyone's sphere grid. Oh wow. So, he spent like a Probably over 150 hours in that game. Oh wow! Eventually, else, eventually, I know I've probably mentioned it about 80,000 times on this podcast by now. But what I want to do is go back and play Final Fantasy X International, which is the Japanese version, and basically choose the International Sphere Grid, which is a different layout, and uh, basically make my characters as strong as possible, like level 99 or whatnot, and. Uh, finally be able to actually have a chance against the uh, Dark Aeons, which are exclusive bosses for the uh, international version. And then once you beat all of them, there's a super boss you can take on. I always wanted to see what happened after that. Yeah, I've kind of been wanting to play Final Fantasy X again. I haven't... Good God, it's been forever since I've played that game. Probably. when, when When did it come out? 2001? 2002? I believe so. But one of the things is, in order to even stand a chance against surviving against the Dark Aeons for, like, uh, more than uh, five minutes, you have to have all your characters pretty close to maxed out. You have to definitely, with every character, you need to break the uh, 9999 limit. You need to break uh-huh. all the 9999 limit on, on all Aeons, or at least the strongest ones, because, yeah. the uh, I, I think it was, like... Uh, you know that that weird unicorn one that does lightning? I had yeah. faced that one in like one hit. It took like twelve thousand hit points away. Jeez. So you need to like like very super defense. You have to you have to be very resilient to the elements and stuff, and it's just really hard. But yeah, one of these days I'm gonna do that and make some YouTube videos. I wouldn't doubt someone else has already done it, but you know it's one of those things I just want to do to fully play the game, if you will. Plus, I just want to play ten again. Yeah, I haven't played 10 in a long time. I need to go back and do that. I haven't... I know the story is 7 so well, my brain. 8 was alright. I might go back to 9 sometime. It's been a long time since I've played 9. Yeah, I, I got to disc 3 on 9, and I just stopped playing. I lost interest. Like I'd mentioned in my recent... Uh, my I recently uploaded a video on YouTube where I give a bunch of random facts about video games and stuff. And one of my facts was that often I'll be, like, playing a game, really getting into it, then I'll just lose interest and stop playing, and that's what happened with 9. I was actually on disc 3, I lost interest, I stopped playing, 
I got back to it, I had no clue what I was doing, so I couldn't get any further. I hate when that happens with RPGs, and you're like, I gotta start all the way over again. I'm probably gonna somehow end up getting the strategy guide before I attempt playing it again, which is probably why this time I'll beat Final Fantasy VIII, because I have the guide, so that does help a bit. Yeah. So, besides Final Fantasy VIII, and we even mentioned trying not to talk about Final Fantasy for 15 minutes on this podcast. <laughs> what else have you been playing? Let's see, what else have I been playing? A little bit of Fallout 3, not much, you know, just some here and there. Did you get the new DLC that came out? I haven't bought any of the DLC yet. When they uh, released when they released the Operation Anchorage uh, and the pit on the uh, CD-ROM disc for twenty bucks later this month, I might get that. Because you know me and having to have hard copies of everything. Yeah. I don't like the whole digital download thing. Speaking of hard copies of things, Bionic Commando Rearmed is now going to be half price on Xbox Live Arcade and PSN for five bucks. Uh, it's a great game. I wouldn't pass it up for $5. What does that have to do with hard copies at all? Because it's the complete antithesis of hard copies. But, um, I thought you were going to say Bionic Commando Rearmed has a hard copy or something, but... Yeah, it's called the new Bionic Commando that's coming out next week. No, yeah, they should include, like, a a Bionic Commando Rearmed as a bonus if you pre-order or something. That'd be cool. Yeah, well, I think half price. I think five dollars. They're giving that game to you for five dollars. Five dollars. That game one. Uh, it's better than a five dollar foot long. Okay, that's cool. Not many games are better than a five dollar foot long, but this one, it is. This one, it is. Yes. So, if you want to get some Bionic Commando on, I highly recommend five dollars. PlayStation Three version is better than the 360 version. How so? controller is better and there's no tearing and the frame rate's better on the PS3 than there is on 360. The PS triple yo? PS triple dog. Oh, there is no trophies on the PS3 version. <laughs> trophies. What a tacked on piece of crap. I know. Seriously. Trophies is the stupidest fucking thing ever. It's like look, we want to be like achievements. Yeah, so we're going to give you something just like it. But nobody's going to care because um, we're kind of late to the game. But Sony's been late to the game on almost everything this generation. But basically, I've been playing a couple of games off and on, but nothing really substantially other than uh, Final Fantasy VIII, which hopefully by next podcast I can report some substantial progress. I'm only like, I think like seven or eight or nine hours into it. Have we got out of Balam Garden yet? I believe I just finished, I'm a little bit after the Timber mission. Which was the f- okay. which was the first mission? Okay, I know. I think I know where you are. I remember that. It's short. I remember that part. It's shortly before I've you meet meet the uh, gun guy. I think his name's Irving. Oh yep, 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 yep. I know exactly where you are. Yeah, so you probably got about another ten to fifteen hours left on disc one. Yeah, and if I actually get off disc one, we're gonna have like a party. Okay, we'll have a party. It, it'll be a landmark of uh, my gaming prowess here, if you want. But okay, we'll have ga- we'll have uh, episode fifteen be uh, game masters. I beat Final Fantasy VIII disc one. No, we'll put game master fourteen. I beat Final Fantasy VIII eight dot 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 disc one. 
<laughs> Farthest I've ever been. Yeah. So, I guess between the two of us, it's really been a lull period. There hasn't really anything been coming out. Yeah, when, when games often don't come out, I usually just play my old stuff. Like, yeah. I don't know if I had mentioned it last podcast or not, but I had beat uh, Magic Knight Ray Earth on the Sega Saturn before I started playing. Before I actually started trying to play Resident Evil, but eh, I just didn't get into it this time, so I went to Final Fantasy VIII. But, yeah, that was a really fun game if you liked the anime. I don't know if I mentioned it last time, but just a quick mention there. You might have. I can't. I can't remember if you mentioned it on here if you were just talking to me about it. So, wow, I think that was the shortest we've been playing. You can tell there hasn't been shit coming out when it takes us 24 minutes to talk about. Well, there was a bit of there was a bit of a glitch here and there, so it's probably yeah. only about 20 minutes. Yeah. But um. So, moving on, I think we're gonna go to some uh, E3 predictions because there has been much of news lately because of the fact that uh, E3 is coming up. Everyone's saving all their stuff. Let's do it this way. Let's first say what we would like to appear at E3, and then let's say what we, we think would appear at E3. Okay. What would you like to see at E3? If you could pick anything in the world. Yakuza 3 localized for the United States. If I could pick anything to see at E3, I would pick a new Sega console with Shenmue 3 as a launch game. But Yu, Yu Suzuki doesn't work for Sega anymore, didn't you see that? Eh, if it, I'm saying if you could have anything you want, it oh, doesn't yeah. matter if it like goes beyond physics. You could have said you could have said a game by Tecmo about Itagaki's colon or something. Oh, okay. I want the Itagaki train molestation <laughs> simulator. Who would the uh, molester like be? Itagaki, definitely. <laughs> Itagaki molestation. He'd, mo- he'd, he'd be molester and conductor at the same time. Conducting the molestation. Yes. All the time. Because you know how much the Japanese love trains. Yeah. And love molestation. I mean, and stalking. Yeah. And uh, raping. Yeah, I mean, they fucking put trains in Zelda, for God's sakes, now. That just looks stupid, honestly. I don't know. I, yeah. There's probably, like, tons Although of uh, Zelda fans that are creaming in their pants when they saw that, but no, not really. It, it hopefully be fucking better than Phantom Hourglass's boat thing, because that was so terrible. Boat thing. That boat in Phantom Hourglass. It was, it was the worst part, one of the worst parts of that game. Yeah. So... But, but I guess, yeah, I'd really love to see Yakuza 3 over here, because that game looks awesome. Yeah, one of these days I'll have to get into the first game, because I do have that now. I got it for only a few bucks. It's a great game. I might play I'd that also after love Final to Fantasy see, VIII. I'd also love to see uh, Persona 5 or Shin Megami Tensei 4 for 360 and PS3. What's Shin Megami Tensei 4? That would be the one after Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne. Oh, okay. In the mainline series, because Persona is a spinoff. Are there any other series. planned uh, Shin Megami Tensei games coming up the pipe right now? Well, yes, one just came out today, um, Tuesday. I ordered it. It should be here by um, probably Monday. Are you going to get the little plushie? Yep, I get that. I've got... It's a... Uh, Brace for epic long title. It is Shin Megami Tensei 
Devil Summoner, Raido Kuzunoha versus King Abdabon. I thought that game was out like like a year ago. No, that was Shin Megami Tensei Devil Summoner, Raido Kuzunoha versus the Soulless Army. Why is this this uh whatever the hell you just said versing everything? Because he is a detective and he fights stuff. It's his job. Okay, cool. So I remember I remember uh, Adam Sessler making fun of the long title because he yeah, has it is to one do. of the longest. It is one of the longest titles of a game ever. Almost as bad as uh, Super Street Fighter Two Turbo HD Remix for Matching Service X Ultimate Zero. Yes. Alpha. I love the H, the abbreviation for that, where it's like SSF2HDR. MX. 4. H. C. D. Q. EFG. Okay, enough of that. Okay, now what do you think you will see at E3? Uh, what will I see? I will see a bunch of fucking Cooking Mama games for the Wii. <laughs> I will see some more waggle shit where people think that I actually care about that. Do you think that the rumors of a new either camera or motion control controller for the 360 is true? Uh, didn't they say that last year? They've been saying that for like uh, three years now. Uh, yeah, we'll probably get one. We'll probably get some stupid fucking rare game to go with it with some really terrible art style to it. Would it I mean, Rare already fucked up the 360 with putting those stupid avatars on there. Avatars. That's the stupidest thing ever. I mean, what's the point? Yeah, so they look like they're family friendly. Yeah. Oh, we're family friendly. Oh, by the way, we got the most mature rated games on uh, for any console. Gay. Um. So, I think we will see. We will see Modern Warfare Two. We will see Mass Effect Two. Um. What are all the safe bets? We'll see a new. We'll see a bunch of new Guitar Heroes. We'll see some Rock Band. Um. What else are we going to see here? We're going to see Madden. Madden. We're going to see Prototype. We're going to see Massive Action Game. I really hope they change the name of that, because that is terrible. That does sound really good. I mean, MAG. It's abbreviated MAG. I mean, just how easy is it to change that M to an F, and people just make fun of it and call it FAG? You're playing a FAG. (laughs) FAG. I mean, come on. How? Or fucking action game. Fucking action game, yeah. I, I'd play fucking action game because it just sounds cool. But if you if you abbreviate it, it doesn't sound as cool. I think we're gonna see some God of War three, which I really don't care too much about. Of the big three, who do you think will have the most surprising announcements? Microsoft. Really? I really think Mike. They're either gonna do something really stupid, or Sony's just gonna come out. With some stupid numbers, and like they always do for the past like four years, and try to say how they're the best. PlayStation has been selling the best in the world. It has graphics power that we haven't used yet, and yeah, Metal Gear Solid Four, we have that. Yeah, no, they're gonna be like, all right, guys, Re- PlayStation Razor. Three sells the most on Tuesdays in July when the temperature is averaging seventy degrees. We have shown that we have sold more than. 360 and Wii, and they're going to come with some demographic and say how they're a better inherent value than the other two platforms. Yeah, so the Sony guy always seems to have some sort of like garbage he wants to say. Yeah, they're really terrible. They need new PR. 
I recently was watching G4, and they had... You know how they randomly have those questions that they ask people, and then they show the the, the dumbasses on webcams uh, replying? Oh, I hate that, yes, but I know what you're talking about. The two first guys were like, oh, Sony's gonna have the really good really good announcements. They've been lagging behind for such a while, and but they're going to be bringing it this time. And I'm thinking to myself, they haven't oh. brought it since 2006 when their console came out. Do you think they're going to like just change? Yeah, you think they're just going to overnight? Oh yeah, look at all these awesome games we've been developing and hiding from everyone so our console won't sell. It's like Play- no. PlayStation 2 was good since 2000 when it came out. There wasn't any, yeah. like, deep dip when it was, like, really bad or anything. Yeah, and PS3 was bad for, like, its first year, and then it started to get a couple of quality titles, and now there's a couple of good exclusives. I still could remember uh, when the PlayStation 3 first came out, um, I always tell people, I'm like, well, there's no games to make me spend $600 on a PS3. It's like, well, there's Resistance, and, um, uh, yeah, uh, Resistance... Ridge, Ridge Racer. Ridge Racer. And In, insert Ridge Racer joke. I know it's coming. Okay, and Giant so you know, crab. the 360 press conference. We're gonna have uh, Don Matrick come out. He's gonna be like, "We are awesome. We are part of the family. We are your home entertainment hub." Here's some more games like Lips. Here's some DDR stuff. Oh, and we don't forget the hardcore. Here's a trailer for. Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 2 beta is exclusive to 360 in the summer, like modern, the first Modern Warfare. Uh, do you think there's going to be... We're going to have some Mass Effect 2 trailers. Do you think there's going to be a any, trailer like, for uh, Alan Wake. any groundbreaking, crazy announcement like there was last year with Final Fantasy 13? Uh, yes, uh, Metal Gear will be on 360. So you're you're going on record right now, in your face prediction, Metal Gear Solid 4 is going to be on PlayStation, there, Xbox 360, <laughs> right? Yes, it'll be the en- enhanced port, but it'll be like, you know how Metal Gear Solid 2 Substance, they came out the Xbox port uh-huh. for it? Um, but it wasn't, it didn't run as good as the PlayStation 2 port, uh-huh. as the PlayStation 2 game. It's going to be a situation similar. But it's one of those uh, things. 360 yeah, fans it, will play it, they won't care, and they'll enjoy yeah. the game. Yeah, I mean, it'll sell, it'll sell probably close to a million copies extra. I think it'll make up the cost and what it would cost them to port it down to, uh... I mean, there's some jokes in there about, uh... swapping discs and DualShock rumbling, but that's easy enough to take out and change. Or just make it even funnier, like, you thought you were playing this on a PlayStation? Huh. Or some shit. Do you think, um, do you think, um... Yeah, I think they're gonna go out on the press conference with, we've got Metal Gear Solid 4 now... Do you think they're gonna they're gonna say we got Metal Gear Solid Four bitches? I wish they did. That'd be funny. But they want to stay mom friendly, so no. Um, and Nintendo's gonna come out and be like, we got a new Waggle Wand, we got Wii Sports Resort. Uh, we're still working on Mario and Zelda games, but we're not gonna show you shit. I could easily uh, see uh, Wii Motion Plus being shown on the floor. Oh, Wii Motion Plus is. Coming out in like a, a couple weeks. But you know they're gonna be they're gonna be so pimping it. It's gonna be like, and there's gonna be oh, like 38 no, Wii Motion be. Plus games by but like the thing is, now. Like, is like when you play your Wii, when you're playing it, are you wishing that the shit was more precise? No. Or are you just kind of wishing that the games were more fun? Yes. As I, see, as so that's why I don't think these stupid 
this Wii Motion Plus is what everyone really wants. I mean, it's good, going to be good for some games, yeah, for like Tiger Woods when you're going to, so it's more realistic when you try to swing a golf club and shit like that. It's just going to make it harder for the people that really want to play it like that. But I think the appeal of it for most people or what's made it so such a big success is that it's so easy for m- retarded people to use. The only the only actual game I've ever played on the Wii, I know I've mentioned this probably like 80,000 times by now, that actually utilized the controls properly and made the game actually feel better on the Wii was uh, Star Wars Force Unleashed. That game plays really well on the Wii. Yeah, but everything which, else I mean, is bad. Yeah, I mean, whenever I think of like them making a uh, a Star Wars game for the Wii with like w- proper Wii controls, I always think of the Star Wars arcade game where like you have the joystick and it's like you're controlling the lightsaber. Oh, that would be cool. That's what I always think of when I uh, think of them trying to make a game. They really, like that. they really should release uh, Star Wars Trilogy Arcade on a console. That would be really fun. Okay, and Nintendo's going to be like, we're sorry, Hardcore, we still have games for you, and they're going to show Spirit Tracks, and they're going to be like, look, here is, uh, maybe they'll show a tiny teaser for Pikmin 3. And they'll be like, Pikmin 3, maybe this year, probably not. Do you think that, uh, Squaresoft is going to be showing off more Final Fantasy 13? Oh, yeah. It's slated to come out in a couple months in Japan, end of this year. Did you hear the rumor recently that there will probably be a Final Fantasy 13 on uh, Xbox and uh, th- and uh, PS3? Oh no, I never heard that rumor. I heard that there will not be a Blu-ray demo in the USA like there was in Japan with. Uh, oh yeah, I knew that. Advent Children Complete, but they said the there problem, might be a downloadable demo. The problem with that demo is it's a piece of shit. Why? Because it's completely linear, straightforward. There's no extra pass. The environments are bland and boring that they gave you. The battle system is crimped. It's not even half of what's really going to be in there. A lot of the um, character models aren't fully detailed out. It's an old build of what they were running on. Oh, really? It's really not worth the $70 that they want to give you to pay for it. Hmm. There's going to be an updated demo at E3. There's going to be a bunch of new stuff shown off. They're going to show as much as Square normally shows with Final Fantasy. They don't show too much, but they show enough just to want you to buy it. Yeah, of course. It's not like Rockstar with Grand Theft Auto where they don't show you anything until the game comes out. What would be real... I honestly think what would be the coolest thing E3 could ever ever have, of course, but it would never happen because it's not going to happen because they're too stupid to do it, would be Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it will happen until another five or six years. Maybe. But I, I honestly uh, just look at them and I'm like, why not? They don't have the resources right now. That game would print money. I know it would, but they don't have the resources and Sony doesn't want to open up its wallet. Because they're hurting too much. Have Microsoft fund the game, for God's sake. I mean, they got a lot of money. Bill Gates could have enough money to fund that game alone in his pocket. Dude. Dude, the epic meltdown that ensued from 13 being on 360, could you imagine the epic meltdown from the 7 remake being on 360? Who cares? I just want the game. I, I, I honestly wouldn't care if the game was on its own system. I I went on record at times saying, if Squaresoft released a system and it was the only, it was the only system they ever released games on, I would buy it. I would too. But I'm just saying, do you know how hilarious that would be? That would be funny. You know much, I would make, you know I would how much make funny videos. shit we got from 
I would make from videos 13, making fun mm-hmm. of all the Sony fanboys because of all their all their whining comments because it's just so oh. sad when they were like, It'll, "Oh, Square betrayed us." That was the the best thing ever on Neo Gaff last year when that. I mean, when that happened, Neo Gaff exploded. Like that thread went, the E3 conference thread went from like 700 posts to like close to 1400 posts in a matter of like two minutes. The thing that I always look at is, um, it's like they're they're not realizing they're still getting the game. The way they reacted, it's like, oh, you're getting our game, we're not getting it anymore. That's basically what it sounded like to me. The funny part is, there's this one dude that said, I don't know how much you know about... I don't know if you know this. Stop me if you've heard this before. There's this dude that was like, I don't know how much you know about ancient Japanese history, but... I consider myself an expert. It squares Square just shot themselves in the foot. Did you ever hear this? No, I haven't. Alright, hold on. I've got the entire thing. One second, I'll read it. Here it is. Square just shot themselves in the foot. I don't know how much you know about Japanese culture. I'm an expert. But honor and shame are huge parts of it. It's not like America where you can become successful by being an asshole. If you screw someone over in Japan, you bring shame to yourself. And the only way to get... Rid of that shame is repentance. What this means is the Japanese public, after hearing about this, is not going to want to purchase 13 for either system, nor will they purchase any of Square games. This is huge. You laugh all you want, but Square has alienated an entire market with this move. Square, publicly apologize and cancel 13 for 360, or you can kiss your business goodbye. Honestly, I couldn't see anybody in the whole world not buying 13 because it's on a console they don't like. Maybe, like, the super-duper hardcore PS3 fan boys who have, like, modded all their furniture in their house to look like a PS3, and they even painted their car with PlayStation 3 on top. Maybe that guy, but nobody else who would, like, be serious about games. And he bought a PlayStation 3 just to turn into a grill? Yep, and he grills on it every day. It's the only thing he makes food on. He has his own grilling with Ken cookbook? Yep. Thought so. What a dork. So, I mean, anything else we think we're going to see at E3 besides all the normal stuff? Anything out of left field you think we might see? There, of course, just like every E3, there's going to be, like, one announcement that surprises everybody. Or is at least, like, a little bit like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. Didn't expect that one coming. I could see, I honestly could see maybe one one thing from perhaps each company that we weren't expecting. But hopefully it's not going to be the same old crap from, like, Nintendo at least. Okay. So what are we going to see from Activision? Activision. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think? I think we're going to see the new Tony Hawk game, and it's going to be amazing. And everyone's going to be like, dude, it's so fucking awesome, you're still riding a skateboard, though. Tony Hawk, what is it going to be, like Tony Hawk's 10 by now, or is it... Yeah. I think so. They took a year off last year. Yeah, Project Project 8, and then there wasn't there something else after that? Yeah, that was... Uh, pro- Training ground or proving ground or something. Yeah, there you go. So it is going to be Tony Hawk 10, or maybe they're just yeah. going to make it THX. I think it's going to call THX. I think that's what's going to call it. They're going to call it THX. And then George Lucas is going to sue them, and then the company will close, and nobody yeah. will care anymore. Or they're going to call it TH Extreme. It make the X really big. Just implies it's the tenth one. Yeah. But you know so. what else I could see at E3 is um, Perhaps Rockstar announcing new uh, GTA 4 DLC for 360. That, I yeah, can see that happening. It's going to be called... Um, I'm going to take a guess at the name. 
It's going to be called Blood and Four-Leaf Clover. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. Especially if you got I'm, to play with Four-Leaf Clovers for like half the game. That would be awesome. And you could wish on one and what you actually wished would happen. Like, you could be like, I wish that bastard Roman would just go the hell away and then he'd finally stop bothering You're like, you I wish every this game would just moment. become fun. I wish they would just put checkpoints in the missions so I didn't have to do 45 minutes worth of work and start to fuck back over again. One thing one thing I've recently played, I, I, I gotta mention this because we're talking about GTA 4, is I... Okay. Did you play the, uh, the Wheelman demo? Uh, no. I, I honestly have to say is when I played the Wheelman demo, I was thinking to myself, you know, if the cars actually handled like this in GTA 4, it'd be a lot more fun because not only are you driving the car... But you drive the car. If you move the the right analog stick stick left or right, your your car your car will actually drift left and right to actually knock cars off the road. You can actually you can shoot from out from inside the car just by holding the uh, the left bumper, and he just shoots the gun out the car. And uh, there are what there's like some sort of super move that you press a certain button, and then you can actually you can actually just target a car, shoot it, and it just blows up. It just it just handles so good in my opinion. I was just thinking to myself, you know, if GTA 4 handled half this good, it would just be more fun. Yeah, uh, the handling model in Grand Theft Auto 4 is terrible, and it's one of the reasons why that game will never be that good because the cars handle in this weird, like, semi-realistic, semi-floaty bullshit territory where I hate it. I just where like it feels like the center of the the weight of the car is in the middle on the top. Personally, I just liked how fluid the cars handled in Wheelman, and how you could like just blast through a, bar- a police barricade and everything. They could easily apply stuff like that on GTA. Yeah, but they won't because they're ignorant and they're stupid. Just like they could bring the gameplay into the 21st century, but they haven't. At least you don't die in water anymore. Yeah, thank God. That was so fucking stupid. I never but understood st- that. Trees are still in- in- indestructible. Yeah. You can run a car into a tree like 70 miles an hour and your tree's not moving. Yeah, the whole dying in water thing reminds me of Mario back in the day. That's I always wondered oh, how come when Mar how come in Super Mario Brothers one when Mario fell in the water he died. It's not like it killed him. I can understand falling in a pit that has no apparent bottom, but water? Why can't Mario just because swim out of it? Mario can't swim. Mario Mario he's can, made out of lead. But it, but what about the water levels? He can swim in those. Uh, he has anti lead pills. Oh yeah. Maybe it's when he goes down into that pipe he takes one. Alright, so what are we going to see from Namco Bandai? Namco Bandai... Perhaps some more Tails crap? I think so. I think we're going to see a new Tails for Wii. Because there's like Tales of the of the Verses, Tales of the... Yeah, that's for the, supposed to be for the PSP. What I'm seeing is going to be a fighting game. I think we'll see something on that. We'll see something on this new Wii game. New mainline Wii Tails game. And probably something else. I don't think they're going to hint at another Tales game for 360 PS3. One thing I have to ask, though. Whatever happened uh-huh. to Dragon Quest Eight? Dragon Quest Nine. Nine, nine, nine. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It was delayed again. Uh, it's not coming out till July. It was going to come out in March. Wasn't that like being released delayed. on the DS and everyone was mad? Yes. And Ten, Dragon Quest Ten is going to be on the fucking Wii. You know, that's... You know, releasing a... Dragon Quest Nine on the DS is is even worse than uh, Metal Slug Seven being exclusively on the DS. I mean, why not release in the arcades? Metal Slug has been an arcade game all along. Uh, I don't know. 
It's just like if King of Fighters 12 was like console only and it was like shitty. But of course that got released on the arcade first. Um, yeah. But did we did we talk about the new Lunar yet? No, we have not. I Xseed's going to pick up Lunar and bring it over. I'm calling it now. What is Xseed? Xseed has brought over they're like a small niche publisher. They brought over Brave Story, they brought over Valhalla Knights. They brought over some really weird Japanese stuff that no one else has wanted to touch. Why wouldn't Ubisoft did it? Because they did a Lunar Legend on the GBA. Probably because Ubisoft doesn't want to pay for it, bring it over. But if you haven't heard yet, basically, Game Arts and uh, Gung Ho, their publisher, are remaking Lunar the Silver Star once again. This will be our third remake. We first had Lunar the Silver Star on the Sega CD, the original game. Lunar Silver Star Story Complete, or if you want to, of course, if you're a Japanese fan, you would have played Lunar Silver Star Story on the Sega Saturn, which later got released on the uh, PlayStation, you know, same game, just a port. And then we got Lunar Legend on the Game Boy Advance, which was slightly different. They had a couple of plot twists here and there, which weren't in the previous game. And now, finally, PlayStation Portable Remake, Lunar Harmony of the Silver Star, which is another remake of the original game. What I'm thinking here is, hopefully if this game does really well, they'll give the same treatment to the second game as well, and hopefully it won't be as watered down as it was on uh, PlayStation. What if both of them sell well enough that they make a third Lunar 3 on 360? That would be awesome. That would just, like, make my millennium, really. What if Lunar 3 was exclusive to the N-Gage? I would buy an N-Gage. Or the iPhone. I would buy an iPhone. With a contract. I would buy an iPhone with a contract. What if you had to buy an iPhone with a contract and you had to take on that annoying guy from the Apple commercials? I would, and I would kill him. I would bury him in a plastic bag. He's like the Terminator if he doesn't die. Oh, that sucks then. I would just okay, okay, okay. him. You can get Lunar 3, but you have to fight a bear. Yeah, I'd try. Cause if but I, this if isn't I any ordinary like bear. This isn't any ordinary bear. This bear can fight. He can box. Regardless of what the bear would do, I still like wouldn't have much of a chance against him, so I'd still try. But You wouldn't be like, I know Kung Fu, and you wouldn't try to dropkick that bear. I would. But, um... Getting back to uh, Harmony to the Silver Star, instead of just being your normal flat 2D game, this is going to kind of be like 3D backgrounds and and kind of an isometric type thing with the 2D sprites. You know, kind of uh, similar to how uh, Sonic 3D Blast did it, you know how it was kind of like the backgrounds looked kind of 3D-ish and then you just kind of moved it isometrically. Uh-huh. So that's what it's going to look like. If you look at the shots on NeoGAF, I'll throw a uh, link when I put this podcast up. It actually does look really good. It just it any fanboy or any fan of Lun- the Lunar series at all will definitely like how this looks. Definitely less pixelated than uh, Lunar Dragon Song because some of the uh, some of the enemies and even the character sprites could be a little pixelized looking. Although then again, that wasn't all that bad of a game, honestly. Hmm. So. Alright, so you'll fight a bear for that. Yes. What would you fight 
to get the remakes in the states if they didn't if somebody didn't pick them up. The remakes, just just like the PlayStation Portable remakes. Yeah, what would you fight? Honestly, I wouldn't really do much for them. You would, you wouldn't fight like a a salmon. I, I'd fight a salmon. Okay. But it's it's like a full Lunar Three game. Yeah, I'd do a lot more for that than I would just for another remake. Okay. And if you're wondering my whole comment about Lunar Two being watered down on the PlayStation, I've probably mentioned this like 83 times by now in this podcast. But when you go from Sega CD to PlayStation with Lunar Two, the biggest problem is the difficulty has been horribly watered down. Like you see on uh, on the Sega CD, there are certain boss battles such as Borgen and uh, Fake Althena that those boss battles would kick your ass. The biggest example I always have of this is Borgen. When you face him on the Sega CD, there's him, he's one part, then he has a bunch of floaters around him, and they all have their own life, and they can all be healed by him, I believe. I haven't played the game in so long, but I, I remember right, it was just really hard. You get to the PlayStation version, Borgen and all the little floaty things are all one part, and the floaty things don't even shoot, and they don't even do the damage they used to. Going on to the fake Athena battle... She, she used to have, like, this this big cane or, or staff or thing she'd throw that would, like, take out half of everybody's life. But, yeah, this game was hard. And another thing that uh, Vic, Victor Ireland and the guys at Work Design threw into the Sega CD version is that in order to, uh, in order to actually save your game, it cost you, I believe it was the magic experience, which was used to level up your spells. And that added a little bit more challenge to the game. But all in all, the PlayStation version was just too easy. After coming off of the Sega CD version, a real fan like myself was, was just kind of like, this just feels like they made it so easy like a, a, a kid's game, basically. Whereas Lunar the Silver Star was just the opposite effect, whereas the Sega CD version was really easy, the PlayStation version was a little harder, not, not too much, but just, just enough to make it fun. There's my rant on the Lunar games, but I'll, I'm sure I'll probably do it again because I'll remember. I'll forget that I did it on this one. Fight a bear, fight a salmon. Yep. All right, we're good. We are good. So, I think uh, I think At- Atlas is gonna have a new Shin Megami Tensei game to show. If not here, then they'll have one at TGS to show. Um, they'll show more of the Persona PSP remake. They, uh, I think maybe Sony will show the next game from the people who made uh, Shadow of the Colossus and Eco. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that going to be called, because, do you know? Or um, people have been calling it Trico. Trico. But who knows? Um, that's probably going to be shown. Gran Turismo 5. I'll put my money on um, Little Big Planet for PSP. Little Big Planet. I still don't um, like the idea of that yeah. game at all, honestly. But oh well. I think that's probably gonna be about it. Do you think Tecmo for game announcements? Do you think Tecmo posted Igaki is gonna have anything? Um, they're gonna show Sigma Two, and they're gonna show what was that game that looked like Gears of War with uh, in a church? Project Progressive? No. Project Offset? Something like that. Some shit like that. It was so generic, I couldn't remember it. They'll show that, too. 
What would be um, really awesome is if they somehow brought Dead or Alive back from its grave after Itagaki leaving. Yeah. Because, you know, they do yeah. all the rights to all that stuff. Maybe a new Fatal Frame. Maybe they'll announce that we'll get Fatal Frame 4 in the United States because Europe gets it, Japan gets it, but fucking Nintendo USA gives us a shaft once again. Nintendo. It's two Fuck serials you. in one. Ugh. So I think that's going to happen. Um, I think you're going to see a lot more PSP games get announced. And a lot of people aren't going to announce that many DS games because they've seen the DS games have sold for shit. Like real DS games, like Chinatown Wars, selling less than 100,000 copies. Ew. So, I think that's about it, and I think that's probably going to wrap up this episode. I think we do some housekeeping. Housekeeping? Housekeeping. Housekeeping? Alright, who do we need to thank? Do we need to thank anybody? Do you need to thank anybody? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't really have to th- thank anybody for this particular podcast. Well, thank you for listening all the way through. Yeah, definitely. If you're if you're actually still listening to this at this point, which are about 50-some minutes in, which, well, around 50 minutes in, but, um, yeah, thanks for actually holding out on our, our randomness and our, uh, yeah, talking about what we think is going to happen on E3, which is probably not going to be anything close to what we actually say. Maybe a little, few things, but... Yeah. Oh, another, another thing I wanted to mention, if everybody didn't know this already, all the uh, big... Co- press conferences will be showing on G4 commercial free this year so they don't have a stupid commercial during the worst possible point. Yeah, I remember they did that a couple years ago. It was like, here's a brand new trailer for Halo 3. Commercial. It's like, what? And and Adam Sessler's like, oh, I'm really sorry we had to do that. And then the next day on Tech of the Show, they're like, now here's the full trailer without the commercial. I'm thinking to myself, yeah, okay. Why did you have a commercial during the trailer? Why can't you just hold out for like two more minutes? Yeah. But not a yeah. that I actually uh, are they, cared about. Are they all during the night? Do you know if they're all at night? I honestly do not remember. I know last year they were they were I know, during the day and whatnot, but it's just good to hear that they'll actually be commercial yeah. free for the whole conference. Yeah, I wonder if I'm going to have to sit in my office and stream again like I did last year. Probably, but the thing with me is if I'm not here, like if I'm at work or something, I'll actually just set my system to record them and then watch them when I get home. Yeah. See what kind of bullshit Sony and Nintendo will be flinging this year about how well their consoles are doing. Just just imagine uh, Miyamoto walking up, walking up, It printers are money! Yeah, and he <laughs> just has $100 bills flying out of his asshole when he bends over. And out of the Wii. Yes. What would be cool is if they had some sort of like hard drive add-on or something like your uh, like your hack you were telling me about. Oh yeah, I did that. But they they updated the Wii so you can put a 32 gig SD card in there now. Cool. What is it? So like, I on, think that's plenty big. Is it on like firmware version five or something? Firmware version four. I think with that we're gonna close it out. Gonna close the doors for the day of the podcast. Yep. And I've been in Ufe. I've been Game Master 14 a little. Okay. Just a little bit? Just a little. Alright. Because you've, you've, you've been in Ufe. I know. Like, I've, I've, I've made up enough for both of when us. You, when you finish this, you're going to stop being in Ufe and just be someone else. I am. I am. I'm going to stop being. I'm going to stop. I'm going to go back to being Jay Allard. And pet All the right. new dog. I will. And thank you for listening, and we're out. Later.